two guys with more chemistry than any two heterosexual males should have came together on the BF Tangent to talk life, sports, and a whole lot of unedited truth. So give us an hour and we'll give you way too much information. Peace. Uh, 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 we're back. Back again. Tell some men. <laughs> talking about Ken Kniff. Fucking Eminem's bringing out a new album soon. Is he? I was talking to Lindsay about this before and I'll, um, LJ, yeah. our, our biggest fan. LJ. And the, uh, Shout out to LJ. Yeah, the tradition when an Eminem CD comes out for me is I get, I go, I buy the actual LP, I'll buy the CD because I never, I'll, the, he's one person I won't download even though he's probably the least person that needs the money, but I'll go out, I'll go to Sanity Music or... Sanity? Um, it, what, what, what were the other ones? There used to be Sanity. Sony. Sony. Um, There's like H, what, HV or... Oh. Like I'm thinking that pink logo. Yeah. Yeah. HMV or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Was it that? HMV maybe. Yeah. yeah. But you go to them, I buy my M&M CD. I buy a, I'd only need a stick. I'll buy a fucking stick of marijuana. I'll smoke that shit. <laughs> Same as like Dr. Dre CDs, but I feel that I really get the feel of the CD when I'm high and I can just sit there and just really sink into those beats. He's such a musician. Yeah, just with Eminem, man. Just with Eminem, man. And it's 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 like a it's a celebration. It's a annual celebration. I wish it was annually. But just ripping cones and sinking into beats. Yeah, but I'll do it like uh, Jordan jumps on board now. I used to do it by myself, but um, it's it's feels less. Uh, I feel less uh, less uh, a bit less deviant by myself. Just yeah. just sitting there with an erection listening to Eminem, but um. <laughs> Thinking about his awesome facelift and how good he looks after it on Rap God. Anyway, we better... Um, Get thank, into our sponsors, motherfucker. Thank our awesome sponsors for being on board. Um, well, I finished work pretty late today. Cranked out another 10 hours and, um, you know, I just walked into your place. There was a lovely meal prepared and I thought to shed the day, I'd put on my fresh overexertion threads. Didn't even have a shower. Fuck that. You don't need it when you wear overexertion clothing. Um, because it just lifts your mood. Yeah, makes you, makes you smell good straight away. Yep, I, I put on my bamboo t-shirt and with that I put on a smile. And you might be thinking, fuck, these guys already got a decent range. But this range is just about to get a fair bit bigger as well. So You must have an inside scoop. Nah, we've got we got some pre-productions coming. Oh, they've got some pre-productions coming out. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we got, uh, they, they've got some good stuff coming out. So uh, keep keep an eye out on uh, on their website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find them at www.overexertionclothing.com. Yeah, and they are now accepting any form of credit card or um or d uh, d uh, debit card. You've been making a few purchases lately, mate. What's that? You've been making a few purchases. Yeah, yeah, lately. I have because yeah. I've heard about that, and it's going to be even though they've they've it's probably dropping next week. Yeah. I've uh, I've been I've been looking into that, and I'm definitely going to make more purchases now that they're taking any any form of credit card, even your American Express and your and your diner cards. Yeah, you're a credit fiend, Freddie, and we'll get back into that. I think um, after we mention Off Road Cartel, but they're another awesome sponsor of ours. Yep, and uh, we really appreciate them being on board. Yeah, so you can find them at www. Oh, I've messed that up every time. Offroadcartel.com.au. The get after that. They got videos, t-shirts. All sorts of clothing and, and anything off-road. So get behind those guys because they pour it all back into the sport. The thing with, um, and, uh, oh, and also we're sponsored by uh, Wild Beer. We're not, um, we're not yeah, but yeah. We're, yeah, we're going to be. Yeah. O'Brien didn't get back to us. Yeah. so they can I, think, I think that ball that we've got turning might have done a half a revolution. Yeah. Yeah. 
But as long as it's done, it's tiny bit of a revolution. Always moving forward. You know, like, yeah, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Also. Tell, yeah, that's right. Anyway, I'll cut you <laughs> off because you're talking shit. But um, tell us some of your hilarious credit card stories, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> You've had some classics. <laughs> you live life on credit. I, I can particularly remember one time, I think we were down the Gold Coast. What was it for a, oh, was it for a Bucks party? We were down there for Corey's Bucks. It was, one, it was the many, first one. It was the first one. How many credit cards do you reckon you've had? I think of, I think not over exaggerating for the podcast, but I reckon it's been eight, yeah, like I was, was going to say 15, which that, would have been exaggerating. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd, I'd say about eight yeah. of like, um, one, eight cancellations. That's yep. what I'd say. I've had definitely eight cancellations. So, and because of that, that night and when we woke up and that room was pretty much the room of the hangover when they wake up that morning yeah, yeah. and I minus the tiger we didn't have a tiger everyone was still asleep I'm on the phone to the bank saying that my credit card got cancelled uh got stolen please cancel it and then so when we went downstairs they say any any um any uh damages to the room is fine to come off your credit card I said yeah that's sweet but knowing that my credit card's already been cancelled since then that was 2000 and no idea oh man you're talking 2010, yeah, right. something like that. But since then, I was still getting emails about that credit card payment. But that was the first one. But I've had many more cancellations since then, <laughs> especially overseas. There's some countries I'm not allowed in anymore. Yeah. I'm pretty because of the debt. But <laughs> Mark Offerdale is even worse than me. But... I'm pretty sure Greece, their whole financial crisis was based around your credit. <laughs> yeah, well, Greece has got some good brothels, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, uh, yeah, but we were talking about, um, off-road cartel and they'll hear this on the podcast and we'll see what they see when they hear this, but about making a collab, collab tea as well. Yeah. Joining overexertion with off-road cartel with the BF tangent. Yeah. And it'd be cool to be able to put out a, um, a collab tea of that. Take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I reckon that'd be sick to just run. I, I just, don't know if they'd have us. What you don't reckon? I don't know if overexertion and off-road cartel would have the BF tangent. Yeah, true. They're pretty. They're pretty big in the you know in, the, know. in the clothing, in the yeah. clothing world. I, we wouldn't want to bring them down a peg. Yeah, no. But um, yeah. Besides that, man, this week, bro, what's been going since we podcasted last week? Well, yeah. I think I got out of bed Monday morning and started sweating and haven't stopped since. Mm. It's been freaking hot. So we're for, you know we're based out of Brisbane, and um, it hasn't been below thirty-five during the day. Oh, I don't know. But the thing, yeah, the thing about up here is it's not the, it's not the heat. Like it's not the, like when you're in the sun, it's the humidity. So you can't get in the shade and you can't escape it. Yeah. It's like compared to when you're talking about Sydney and Melbourne and stuff like that, you can get out of the sun and you can feel cooler. We just feel like we're in a tempered pool the whole time, you know? So you, I just you feel like I'm walking around in a puddle of warm piss. Yeah. You know, like I'm making love, like fucking hardcore love yeah to my to my wife i i, I used I think to, that's got to be the most yeah. polite you've ever talked no, about I, her on the podcast yeah i used to finger her and then it went went from fingering it, and then i used to uh you know i'd twang it i'd twang it i'd finger it and I'll then it. and then it'd go to to go to fucking yeah and then um and then because i'm getting off she's not getting off 
and then I'm fucking and then from fucking it goes to um hardcore intense sex and then yeah. from then it starts to dull down and now I'm making love to my missus. But making love to my missus now at the moment you put is, some Barry White on? is me just grunting and groaning while all my sweat just drips down in her face and she's just pretty much drowning. Last night she had a snorkel on. So she was wearing a snorkel <laughs> and goggles. And then um, run the wetsuit with the face mask. Yeah. What about one of those old school deep diving helmets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with just the fucking glass screen on the front. Like what's that movie with um, C- C- uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. in mm. it? Uh, yeah. Few Good Men or? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That was Christy. Except yeah. she's white, not black. Oh. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. But anyway, yeah, very hot. We're still in. Now we're down downstairs now we're, in the yeah, hot now we're down in the sweat dungeon. <laughs> the sweat dungeon, just sweating it out. Um. Yeah, other than that, what else this week, bro? Oh, not much, mate. Just just the standard grind. Just, uh, yeah, sweating our dicks off. Yeah. How about you? You had an eventful week? Uh, no, uh, the only... Let's grab another bit. The only... Uh, I got I got some more ink. It was during, oh, I haven't even d- seen During it the week, yeah, I got some more ink. I got Lakin tattooed on me. Yep. As you do when you're fucking Australian bogan. But uh, <laughs> 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 it was my Christmas present, so I got another... Yeah, I got that. And um, like I said, the older I get, the more painful tattoos are. It didn't go too well. It was. It was. I'm talking fifty minutes. I was under. I was laying 50. there. Fifty. That's it. Yep. And I'm. T- I'm starting. Seems like a long time. Show me. I haven't seen it. Is it very yeah. big? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, fifty minutes, and it, all all it is is script script writing, and um and. I'm starting to shake by 30 minutes and I'm going, Matt, what the hell's going, going on? And he's Matt, Matt's about 33, I think. And he just goes, mate, it's, it's, it's no lie that when you get older, it does hurt more under the needle. And, and you know, you see where it is, it is on the ribs as well, but still it's not that painful part of the ribs. And, um, and yeah, I was just glad that it was only a little tattoo that my, it was a Christmas present from my wife and, um, and yeah, but I I still got to go back and finish that back piece, and I I booked it in. I booked it what in. Was that? Yeah, but I booked in. So he reckons there's about four hours left in it. I booked in for an hour, and I'm gonna do that four times. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just drag it out. Such a fucking pussy. But um, yeah, that's man. All that this week, and then obviously we've just been working because this isn't our full time gig yet. But no. we do appreciate our constant fans because last episode was the most jumped on we got overnight. So we yeah, re- yeah. we so really appreciate everyone. it. So sorry for the delay to get for getting it out there, but um, yeah, no thanks heaps to our listeners and yeah, and we we appreciate all the feedback. It's mm. good good to get some feedback. Yeah, so uh, me and Branson had a um, we are. Uh, as being MMA fans, and we like to talk a lot of MMA, um, one thing that is very close to our heart is BJ Penn. And BJ Penn has, he's, uh, he's, uh, the, like one of the pioneers of the sport. And on last sun on last Monday, we had to watch him just get mauled again. And it's so fucking hard to watch. They, they, UFC. Especially guys you like, yeah. Oh man. BJ, you know, BJ, he's fighting, just because he loves fighting. That's the only reason he could be doing anymore. He's 38 years old. Yeah. And, um, and they, and he, UFC, they, he had two fights that were set up for him. One, he, um, got canceled because of IV. He yeah. had, he had too much water put, put into his yep. body. You saw it, hey? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but he, he told them about that and they pulled him from that. And then the second one was an injury. Yeah. The first one was actually pulled. He was going to verse Dennis Seaver. 
which would have been a win for him. I guarantee it. He yeah. would have he would have mauled Siva. Um, and then so in this third fight that they match him up against, they're like, here, BJ Penn, veteran, total pioneer of the sport, old school. We're going to give you the most newest school guy that's a total freak that can kick you in the face from fucking two kilometers away. <laughs> We're going to give you him. Let's see how you go. Yeah. You know, let's see how that goes for you. And also, besides that, you're the one that's bringing in this pay-per-view and and it's not Rodriguez. Oh, it, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's been, just like us, been sweating on him coming back. Yeah, so it was it was a bad matchup for him. He lasted the first round and then the stoppage in the second round, but it was one of those things It's just hard to watch. I kind of compare it to like if... If Darren Lockyer decided to start start doing some weights again and come back to the Broncos, and then we just see just see him fucking getting smashed yeah. and his pass Dro- is not balls. hitting the points, his yeah. kicks are going out on the full. Um, they I I saw um his boxing coach um Perello. Jason Perello. Yeah, Jason Perello said that he he's never going to tell BJ what to do, but he would support him retiring. And I, I, I think the way to go is to, to, and it's up to, it's obviously it's up to BJ, but um, if he wanted to retire, I think there'd be a lot of people in support. But also I could see an option where he, he gets a fight that is, is just like a throwback fight as well, you know, throw him back to like get him organized with Dennis Seaver again or something like that. So he can go out on his high, he can go out on his win, mm. build some confidence, you know. Yeah, it's tricky. Like you know, you walk that line of wanting to finish on a high note with a good fight, but you don't want to run it that long that you end up making a bit of a fool, and it sort of yeah. puts, a, puts a dark cloud over your well, career. Well, you, like, you see his record now; he's sixteen and eleven. That doesn't yeah. look too good on paper, no. but you know, but he's on he's on the he's on the as as other people say, he's on the Mount Rushmore of he's definitely on the Mount Mount Rushmore of of MMA and yeah. um and that's just because of the exposure he brought to the sport. He's he's called the prodigy because how quickly he got his black belt and how quickly he won a won a world championship in BJJ. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. We don't need to see shit like that. Um. They. Yes, I think sir. they need to take care. Like, if Dana White's going to not allow some people and and force them to retire, they why why not why not BJ? You know, mm. even though he changed camp and he looked he went into this. He said feeling the best, but it's just a different world, I think, in there now. It's like, it, it yeah, it would be like Wally Lewis coming into uh, NRL right now and, yeah, yeah. and trying to do his thing. Hmm. Yeah, the game's changed. Yeah, the game's changed. And it, it, it makes, it it upsets me more than seeing Ronda get, get, get fucking mutated in there. Because the thing is, is BJ is a legit MMA fighter, hmm. where Ronda is the first of a kind, you know, and now these girls are catching up, but where BJ, BJ is, is he's, he's perfect at that art, but that art has changed now Mm. where I think, yeah. So I think it's a lot sadder seeing what BJ keep trying to do it. than then people getting shocked about Rhonda getting KO'd now that she's, yeah. Yeah. This is getting deep, bro. Pretty, yeah, well, pretty cut up. About well, this. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm at BJ. BJ's my top two easily. So yeah. we all know who your number one is. Ah, uh, but mate, Carlos Condit's up there, bro. Oh. Yeah, so I'd say I'd say my three is McGregor, Condit, BJ. Yeah. yeah. But um, wasn't too, what, what else was on that card? Court McGee had a good little battle. Yeah, Court McGee. There was two judge 
miss-ups, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, so Court McGee had a good battle against... Um, Fucking hell. Saunders. Ben Saunders, Saunders, yes. And um and they 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 went to Sa- they went to Saunders. Yeah. Watching the fight and I did sit down and watch it. I thought it was definite McGee. Yeah. Well caught he finished real strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did finish strong. And that's <laughs> and that's kind of the way that a lot of people say you either watch a fight and it's who's really dominated at the end, mm. or you just do the point thing per round. And that's where they're saying it it could be because like for instance, when Chow Sonnen v Anderson Silva, mm. Sonnen absolutely dominated Silva for for four and four rounds and four minutes and fifty seconds of that fight, <laughs> yeah. and then Silva chucks on the leg triangle. Yeah, who wins that fight is the guy that got tapped out at the end, even though he was getting totally dominated for five rounds. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, do you judge it on and and but that obviously they judge it per round. So. Yeah, Court McGee lost that one. And then you got that the fight with Joe Lozon. And Joe Lozon with all his class comes out and said, no, I definitely, after getting the decision, he said, no, I definitely didn't win that fight. And it just shows, and you know, after that kind of stuff, his stocks just go up straight away Mm, because of that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, man, but fucking um, with the the UFC coming up, we just got, we got the fight night in, in, Denver. Denver. So that's uh the biggest thing on that is we got our boy Cowboy. Cowboy, sorry. Yeah, Cowboy. And then the headliner is Shevchek Shevchenko versus Penner. Yeah. Um couldn't care less, but uh Cow- <laughs> Cowboy's on the co main. And um Who's but, Cowboy fighting? Uh Cowboys Cowboys got um Masvidal. Oh, but yeah. um also in that remember we've got um Dane Marquardt. Who's um yep. yeah he um who's coming off that win yeah and he's also a Denver boy as well so um yeah there's there's a few Denver boys on this card but it's a good one for the town of Denver. yeah but fuck man I'm taking this card any day over UFC 208 that they're trying to jam down our throat with the headliner versus home versus Durandamy for that um 145 title oh yeah yeah you know the the one that they built up for um Cyborg yeah yeah she's roid raging and couldn't do it yeah so. Yeah, UFC 208, fuck you. Um, fuck you. Yeah. But yeah, man. But um, also, we got some things in Bellator this weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original bad boys back, yeah. Mr. Oh, Charles Sonnen. Yeah, Mr. Charles Sonnen versus uh, Tito Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And uh, talk, talk us through that, uh, what he went on the press conference. <laughs> I, I only saw a short part of it, but Tito was saying something along the lines of, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> I think he banged two clubs together, smashed yeah. some rocks, doo-doo-bop, and then uh, chow. No, no, no. So Tito says, so the, the, the line that Tito says after derp, 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 banging rocks, he said that he goes, Chael hasn't beaten any champion. He hasn't beaten anyone of quality. The way that he gets fights is he talks and he makes money with his mouth. Yeah. Chow comes back with. <laughs> he said... I'm pretty sure in the history books, the only woman, no, the only person that's ever made money with their mouth is your ex-wife, which was Jenna Jameson. Porn star. So it was fucking classic. Yeah. But it was crickets in the press conference It, it was. Because everyone, no one knew what the fuck to say because yeah. they didn't, they weren't ready for it. It was like, it, yeah, and, and especially the fighters, like they, they didn't know because it was such a good comeback. I would have lost it. Yeah, laughing. and they were like, fuck, that is nearly, it's nearly crossed to the line, but... You know, Bellator seems to be a bit more theatrical than than yeah. UFC. 
But like Scott Coke is making all the right moves. I think he's just got to, instead of buying these veterans, he's got to try to start bleeding. Yeah, in. seeking out new yeah, talent. Yeah. yeah, new talent. Definitely. But yeah, I think, what do you reckon on that flight? I reckon Sonnen's all over him, man. Yeah, I reckon Charles got to have him. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, man, that's good. I find it hard to watch him just because you, like, you know how much of a bullshitter he is when it comes to fights. Did you see... Chael? Yeah, yeah. Did you see, you know how they have, I forget what it's called, um, they have their promotional... Submission thing. Underground? No, no. You know how they, how they have their promotional, uh, promotional leader? My English is fucked tonight, guys. Just Countdown. Up. Um, no, it's not Countdown. Embedded? It's like, it's like Embedded, but for Bellator. Oh, for Bellator. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I haven't seen you it. Haven't seen it? So he's there and he's on the couch talking and... I don't know because no one chows on it. It could be complete bullshit. Yeah. But he does this thing where he's like, oh, you know, the last thing I ever said to my dad and he like starts crying. And I was like, is this legit? Because he starts like kind of tearing up and he's like, that I told him on his deathbed that he'd beat Tito Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I want to laugh because everything he says is normally a joke. Yeah. But I kind of felt bad because he was tearing up. So it's kind of it's kind of cool because they do have history because Sonnen did beat Tito in collegiate wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and that's where their history comes from. And then Tito went into the UFC and started fighting and was a champ. Yeah, and I think what did Chow do? He did something else. Ch- he just didn't. Oh yeah, so Chow had to wait to buy his time to get into yeah. that. And Chow said he was so filthy at the start because it took him so long to get in there, even though, even though he saw all his teammates getting the up. Yeah. and getting a shot and he said what he was filthy at is once they got up there they weren't pulling up their mates yeah. so once when Chow, Chow made it big into the UFC he made sure that his teammates and stuff were getting the recognition that they deserved on yeah. that front as well yeah so um but man I I think Chow, Chow's one of I you know without without um knowing a person he just seems like the most genuine like awesome guy yeah i think if it's some of the interviews with tito i think he's a good guy you know you can tell by the way that uh other when he when they're on other podcasts they they do they do get him on all the time and yeah. you're not you're not doing that to people that you don't hate yeah that's right but um yeah so bellator this weekend it's a decent card and then in that in the co-main event is daily versus ward and people don't remember daily he's the one that punched uh koscheck after the bell yeah. in ufc and got got um banned from bf uh ufc straight away and then that's where bellator picked him up but anyway man we've been fucking throwing up ufc talk yeah, and mma now. talk yeah it's um but a bit, can you fucking Tito Ortiz and having Jenna Jameson as a, as a wife. And Were they ha- married? Yeah, they were married. And okay. then remember all that shit came out about her, him him hitting her up. Yeah. This, I, I believe what I've read about, this is when she was fucking coked up to the yeah. to the hills and saying this kind of stuff, probably like a custody battle. But well, it's yeah, it, yeah. like such an easy thing to say when you're married to a fighter. Yeah. But just say, I'm, T- I'm Tito and you're Jenna, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to be Tito, you're Jenna. Yep. So I come home, I've got train. I was training at punishment, whatever he calls his fucking gym, yeah, pun- yeah. punishment gym. I'm like, Hey, Hey babe, um, uh, just cooking up some, uh, um, some mulligatani, um, soup here over here. What, how was your day? How was on the set? What did you do? What did you get up to? I just got dick after dick. So, Working um, on some dicks. yeah, yeah. So, uh, how do you want I- me to chuck this pot of dicks on the stove for you? <laughs> yeah. So what in, in what the, the fuck is Melagatani's <laughs> juice? <laughs> it's off Seinfeld. <laughs> well, but, um, and, and you, the di- these dicks that like these 
boys were training through you with in the mouth and in the ass and the yeah. The, there's a couple of salty ones, a couple of black ones, a couple of white ones. Yeah, yeah, sweet. I think there was yeah yeah on that front. Where did, are we going to make love tonight? Like uh, we can fuck. I don't make love. <laughs> I eat dicks. Yeah, fuck that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a nightmare. Eh? Oh man, better man than me. Yeah. I've, yeah, so fucking having a, yeah. And especially, it's not just having a porn star as your wife. It's having the porn star as your wife. Yeah. No, doesn't matter, be the doesn't matter what generation you're from, from the fucking early 90s, yeah. you know who Jenna Jameson is. I'm pretty sure our dads would probably know who she is. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, did, I think me, you, and my dad and your dad, we masturbated all together underneath a sheet. And, um, <laughs> And uh, it, was, definitely uh, it was over Jenna Jameson Firestorm. Yeah. Oh, Firestorm was a fucking classic. <laughs> I think Firestorm downloads just went up. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, if you haven't watched it, get on Firestorm, man. It's got a decent storyline. Well, I was talking to my apprentice about it today and, and he's 18, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I know who she is. Yeah. Of course you know who she is. Well, now she's, um, so she's clean now, supposedly, because I follow her yeah. big time. She's clean, but she does do like live, um, Sex shows? live, what the fuck do you call that up there? Uh, webcam. Yeah. Webcam videos and stuff yep. like that. But you know, she's all Botoxed up and stuff like that. Yeah. She looks nowhere near as good as she is. Oh man. She was. She's a shadow yeah. of her former self. Yeah. Well, she's like 30. She's, she's older th- than 35 that, to 40. Nah. I'd call her. I reckon she'd be older than nah. that, wouldn't you? You just keep talking. I'm going to look this nah. up. Yeah, Jenna Jameson. But um, I don't have too much to uh, follow up on off-road this week because I'm useless. But um, I went out to, speaking of sweating our dicks off, I went out to Gundawindi on the weekend with our mate, uh, good friend of the podcast, Mr. Luke Ayres. Boom. With the, with the 59 Tatum. And I uh, got to go for a lap in that. So that was great. Did a bit of testing, but it was a uh, a cozy 41.5 degrees out there. Fuck, out there. What is it in that fucking car, man? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not as bad because once you get moving, you've got wind and stuff blowing over you. But man, putting on a race suit was hard work. <laughs> got yeah. out of the car and put the race suit on. That was hot ass. But no, nah, it was good. How did it go, Charlie? Yeah, good. It's a good car and he should have a really good season, hopefully. So everything holds together. Their prep looks good. You know, that was the second time it's been out and they hadn't really done much except sort of check wheel nuts and, and little bits and pieces. So that shows their prep's going well. So hopefully they'll have a good season. Yep. And there's a lot of races going on. Like, I ha- I'm not going to cover it tonight. I'll cover it next week. But there's a lot changing in the in Australian off-road as far as um, the, the governing bodies and stuff like that. So there's been a new group formed that is kind of going to be controlled by the races as opposed to cams which is was our old governing body and um so a lot of races uh, a lot of races have abandoned um cams and are going to rate are going to be held under this new uh, governing body so it should be huge year so there should be like i think they were talking about possibly seven aorc rounds well not sorry not aorc but seven championship rounds um under this new banner so nice might be a huge year yeah, Sweet. a lot of racing. So. Are they, is that a network picking that up or? Well, hopefully. They're on fucking s- seven they don't. usually or? Well, you, you you reckon it's SBS, don't you? Yeah, well, SBS between like 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. Yeah. I, I think that's when I sometimes watch it. It's a safe zone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. safe zone for zero viewers. But, <laughs> you uh, fuck it. <laughs> comes, comes, comes right after some fucking foreign naked film. Yeah. No, but there was heaps of uh, controversy. <laughs> yeah. Controversy over... um over cams and where the money was going in the sport so it's all been pulled and 
we'll see what the future holds, but it should be a good year. So sweet. Yeah. Another big one. And you won't be racing though, bro. I'll be doing bits and pieces. I won't be driving, no. You'll be navvying. Yeah. Navvying for those uh in layman terms, that means navigating. Mm. So uh that you're direct you're pretty much directing. You're pretty much the captain of the ship. Yeah. I'm the co dog. Yeah. Co dog. With a W. Well you be <laughs> What will you be in the uh, in the off road cartel? In the forty one gym co, yeah, yeah, sweet. Wearing the collab shirts, yeah, 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 nice. Probably wear one. That's yeah. that might be all I wear. I did, I did Just see a, a collab shirt. I did see a photo of uh, Joshy's uh, new missus. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was a religious man, I wouldn't tell him what I did over that photo. But <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we look at Jenna Jameson. She's forty two years old. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, she's looking sweet at forty two. Mm. But um. Yeah. How's that Mormon book going, bro? Uh, no, not too good, man. You converted I, yet? I, no, I haven't opened it. What would Joseph Smith think? Joseph Smith. Well, it's not written in gold plate, so I don't know if he would he would be up to read the book. Was it's, it uh, um it was it wasn't English too that it was written in, was it? It was no. like this stuff that he only he only could he could read, yeah. yeah. Which make which makes more sense because then no one else can can know the story. Hmm can claim they can create their own religion yeah Yeah. but if we want to talk about scientology um (laughs) i'm pretty much an expert (laughs) any news into the scientology world bro nah bro i can't we can't get into it we we just got to put a whole we got to do a whole podcast set to it i want a fucking scientology sitting on that other couch over there yeah Yeah. oh man classic yeah but um yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna enlighten you on a little bit of an animal fact, if I can. Hit me with if it, if I may. Um, just earlier tonight, the a kookaburra landed on um, uh, front deck. Yeah, front deck on the on the patio railing, on the patio. Um, kookaburras are a native Australian animal for all our listeners overseas, yep. all two of you. So they're native Australian animal. Um, I know, bro. We've had listeners in Russia. That's right. right. Yeah. Shout out to the Russians. Yeah, Khabib. Mm. Yeah, I love vodka. <laughs> but anyway, kookaburras—they're about the size. I'd say they're in is stretched out from head to tail. They could be like a twenty to thirty centimeter um, height bird. They've got a big bird. Got a big beak. They're carnivores. Obviously, they do eat meat. They'll eat a lot of grubs and stuff like that. Big genitalia. Yeah, but um, one 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 day, <laughs> big genitalia. I'm not sure, but they got nothing on the fucking um. <laughs> last week yeah last week what was it a, a extremely hung cricket or beetle or yeah, whatever cricket, yeah. pretty sure it was a cricket with his humongous testicles fact, yeah I think 70% of his body was testicles yeah. or something like that and it's load was fucking like a tsunami yeah no no it didn't have a tsunami the uh, the, the normal oh, cricket the had a bigger tsunami yeah, yeah. but anyway um, one time uh, a kookaburra was down in my backyard and I noticed it because it was flapping around and then I looked I looked more closely at it and it actually had another kookaburra gripped to its body yeah. and its beak and jaw were locked. Mm-hmm. And so I ran down there with my dad and we I grabbed one of the kookaburras and he grabbed the other and we actually had to ply the, kooka, the kookaburra that was gripping onto the other kookaburra's body. We had to ply that beak open to get the other one free. When we released it and the other one flew away, the one that I was holding, as soon as I released it, it's jet setted straight after it. Yeah, right. So what I read, what I read up about is that kookaburras are a very territorial bird and they have a, they can have a vast territory. Um, they, they're, um, 
with with the territory, they say that it can it can expand up to sixteen to two hundred and forty four hectares. Um, and Holy shit. yeah, and like yeah, and like obviously larger groups have larger hectares, but it's almost like it's an invisible in like in in, exper- in experiments. Um, a kookaburra would not cross into a na- neighbor's territory, even though the people doing the ex- experiment would throw meat into like this invisible line. Yeah, right. Because what kookaburras do is, if they do cross into the territory, they believe that they got to kill that, kill that opposite kookaburra, and that the one that we we brought, the one that we ripped apart, that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. So as soon as they come into the territory, it's it is that group of kookaburras' job to to hunt down and kill that kookaburra, and they'll just do it at any means. And so they're, you know, they they're one of the more um, adaptable to humans kind a kind of bird in the in the wild that we got you know it's easy it took me about three days to get one standing on my hand but when it comes to other birds coming through their territory they're just the most aggressive motherfuckers ever pretty much like bloods and crips bro yeah that's right bloods and crips and nobody got time for that yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's my animal fact very territorial birds and they will kill if they they cross that territory and they they will actually chase out of their territory to make sure that they kill that bird think they're like my spirit animal versus cyclists yeah hmm. two hmm. and who said that they could actually do that oh i don't know oh uh, someone I, I i read a comment that said that um cycling abreast is actually legal yeah i'm gonna have to read up on my cycling facts yeah well if you want to get fucking double teamed by me and fucking brenton yeah cycle abreast motherfucker <laughs> we're gonna pull you off your bike i'm gonna rip a hole in that fucking stupid spandex and i'm gonna stick my erect dick right up your fucking ass <laughs> that's what's gonna happen and while i'm doing that cunt you're gonna be fucking sticking your dick in their mouth <laughs> i'm gonna blow probably because his ass is gonna be nice and tight he's a cyclist so he's got a good ass i've got my fucking my um swiss navy with me all the time in my backpack and i'm just smacking that shit i don't leave home without swiss yeah. navy it's six o'clock in the morning there's a fucking pile up of cars at albion it's six o'clock in the morning and there's a pile up because they're all watching me get my fucking load off on this cyclist Freddie's so everybody. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, cyclists. It's called a motorbike. Get one. My, you know what my fucking model is? What? No throttle, no thanks. Exactly. All right? I live my life by that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Except if it's a bitch. And as a bitch, I mean my beautiful wife. Because if she heard me say that, I would be divorced. <laughs> divorced. Yeah. But anyway, cyclists... I saw a dude today, right? He wasn't a cyclist. Are we going to fuck him? No. Oh. Uh, yeah, I didn't have an urge to pull over and rape him. Yeah. But um, we're cruising. I was cruising home from work. Oh, cruising to your house, actually. But he was it was hot as our shit. Our second job. Man. It, it was hot. Believe it or not, this isn't our first job. This is our second <laughs> I job. I find it hard to believe. Yeah. But um, it was hot as shit. And this bloke is dragging this briefcase up this hill. He would have been like, oh, maybe like early 60s I reckon and he could just like it was hilarious because I've come up behind him in my car just driving and he's walking on the footpath he just got to a point in his mind and just went fuck this and he literally dropped his briefcase and just peeled his shirt off he was not a good looking man or anything but he was so fucking old he was so fucking over carrying a briefcase up a hill and he was like full button down like long slacks button up shirt with a tie he just literally he, hit he was a his, mormon yeah in his mind he just went fuck this dropped his briefcase slid the knot in his tie and just took his shirt off picked it back up and started walking again <laughs> it was fucking awesome oh man yeah 
classic. Where else but Queensland? Where else? Yeah. So um, what? You got any questions today? Nah, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty good actually. I think. Questioned out. No, I'm questioned out. Yeah. We got um. We had a question from Sam Osband. Um, and that was with the collab tea and, and yeah, we're going to start working on that, bro. We'll give you a call next podcast. Mm. Um, we want to have a few more things set up for next podcast when we give you calls. So we have some questions for you. Um, yeah, but, uh, and then with, with upcoming, with upcoming events, what have we got on? Oh, mate, what don't we have on? Yeah. It's off the chain. That's right. Yeah. 2017. <laughs> well, I, I don't see. know if there's any more room for any more events. Yeah. But yeah, me and Branson will be, if you can't find us in the boxing gym, you can find us rolling probably on the mats. Um, and yeah, we well, do. Maybe, maybe Wait, CrossFit Open's coming up. So <laughs> so registra- registration for the CrossFit Open just, just, just arrived. So if you, uh, if you believe in the competition of exercise, which never was around ever until the late 2000s until now, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, get involved with that because... There's nothing else that says sport like competitively exercising. Yep. Yeah. Classic. It's and, a good time. Yeah. If you're not good at any other sport, jump on that. <laughs> but um, yeah. And anyway, uh, um, was it Blue Monday this week or last week? What? What like Depression Monday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I think maybe last week. Was it? I did feel a bit blue last week. I just hope to any of our listeners, if you were feeling down, there's um there's something we, that we always live by. And it's um if if life throws you lemons, you just need to say fuck it and crank the biscuit. <laughs> because they just it just lifts my mood straight away. That's right, limp biscuit all the way. Nothing like a limp biscuit riff to cheer you up. So we're gonna see you motherfuckers next week. We sure will. Alright. Life so, gives you lemons, fuck it. Crank the biscuit. Peace. We're the BF Tangent. Don't forget to tell your friends. <laughs>